I'm Dan Joseph. You're listening to the Dan Joseph's America podcast. I will tell you this from experience, from personal experience. Dating after 40 is hard. It's really hard. It's very difficult. Uh, If you're not married or you've been divorced, whatever happened. Because dating simply isn't done the same way anymore. In this era, it's all about online and the apps and your pictures. And your first meeting with the other person isn't the way it used to be. It's not at a bar, right? It's not at work. It's not in person. And that puts you, both of you, really at a huge disadvantage. People don't get to connect your personality to the full package. And that makes it harder when you're simply relying on pictures and a little blurb about yourself on Match or Hinge or some other app. But, you know, there's something else going on in the dating world. And and one of the things that's happening is that there's more of a litmus test, particularly a young woman. And it's not just, you know, height or income or the job you have. But it's regarding a person's political views. Far more so than it was in the past. Women are less likely than ever before to date someone who differs from them on politics. In my experience, this is particularly true of millennial women and Gen Z women. So women like from 18 to 45. And Amanda Marcotte, Marcotte rather, is a far left writer for the website Salon which is a left-wing political site. And she has an article out this week, and it's entitled, It's a Good Thing Most Women Don't Want to Date Trump Voters. It's a good thing most women don't want to date Trump voters. Now, this article is a response, actually. It's a response to a piece that was in the Washington Post by their editorial board. Let me talk a little bit about that first. The, The Post is also a liberal editorial page. No question about it. One of the most liberal. And they had a piece. And they said it's a bad thing that young women are becoming more picky over choosing a partner. And one of the qualities that they are rejecting is if men are conservative. Not just Trump supporters, but conservative. And men tend to be conservative in higher numbers than women. And it, it, they, they say, the Washington Post says, this... This mindset among women is threatening the rate of marriage in the United States because women are increasingly liberal, men are increasingly conservative, and women in particular are starting to view politics as being central to their identity and and therefore not – they're not willing to date men who disagree with them politically. Okay, so Marcotte responded to this piece in the Washington Post that bemoaned ideological standards in dating, and she basically said – Well, women shouldn't date conservative men, and particularly Trump supporters. And I'll I'll tell you this, men who like Trump a lot really struggle in the dating market. No question about it. Not just the standard Trump voter, but men who are really Trump fans, men who support Trump. Because I know people in the political world, and I I know people, young men who, who are having trouble finding dates, and they're very out and open about their Trump support. There's no question about it. It's hard. And I've heard stories and know women personally who found out that the person they're dating or are interested in dating is a Trump supporter, and that was it. 
That, that's, that's the end of that. And Marcotte is like, well, that's the way it should be. Here's, here's a little bit of what she writes in the article, and this, this is a quote, a direct quote from the piece. Marrying a Trump voter isn't just a matter of minor political differences or expecting someone to be exactly like yourself. For women in particular, it's about being able to be safe and respected inside your home, which is a very minimum standard all people deserve. Voting for Trump means backing a man who has been accused of sexual assault by two dozen women and who a judge and jury deemed responsible for rape. It means backing the man who repeatedly brags that he got Roe v. Wade overturned. In addition, the MAGA media consumed by most Republicans is hardly neutral on the question of sexism. They're all for it. From the tired sexist jokes on Fox News to bizarre internet trends like trad wives, for a woman, marrying a Trump supporter isn't about being with someone who has different views on tax rates. It's bringing someone into your home who ascribes to an ideology in which you are not fully human. All right, so that's that's all over the place. But what Marcotte is saying is that if you support Trump, you support someone who is so awful that it's completely reasonable to question someone's morals and judgment if that person is voting and supporting him. Voting, voting for him and supporting him. Now, I have always thought that Trump was a pretty bad guy. I agree with Marcotte on that point. I think he exhibits traits and behavior that I personally would never want to be associated with as a conservative or just a person in general. But there's a difference between refusing to date someone or marry someone because you question their judgment as a human being as opposed to questioning their judgment on complex issues based on policy or ideological matters. Because let's be honest here. Trump is very unique. Support for him is very unique. If you're a Trump supporter and you're supporting him because of his character, yeah, I, I think you need to reassess your moral compass. You need to ask yourself some serious questions about your own character if that's the case. I really believe that. But if you support Trump because of his policies, because of his accomplishments in office, that doesn't, that doesn't make you a bad person. Because most of Trump's policies really aren't that extreme. Again, his, his behavior is, but his policies generally were boilerplate plate Republican conservative policies. So the question becomes, if the Republican is or the conservative is not a bad person or doesn't endorse terrible behavior, is it appropriate to refuse to date them because they believe in tax cuts, like Marcotte says, or are pro-police or don't believe critical race theory or gender ideology should be taught in schools. And, th and this goes both ways. If you're a conservative, would you date someone who thinks that we are a racist country or who believes that we need to take draconian action on climate change? Because more and more, people see their own beliefs on the issues as important parts of their identity, and many of them, especially women, View people who don't agree with them as the enemy. View people who don't agree with them as incompatible as a romantic partner. And I, I look, I think that is very unfortunate. Because we need more people 
with differing ideological perspectives to interact with each other. We've gone into our own little bubbles, and when that happens, we stop viewing the other side as human because we are not exposed to them personally. So we build a caricature of the other side, and it's not accurate, and we develop animosity towards them because we don't understand how they can believe the things they do, and therefore we attribute it to evil or stupidity on their part. And I think it's more important than ever that we develop an understanding and an acceptance of disagreement. And that's what the Washington Post is saying. And Marcotte is saying, no, conservatives are bad and they should be punished for their views with uh, rejection, with personal rejection. Now, we also have to be honest here. A lot of this, like Marcotte mentioned, is about abortion. Young women in particular do take this issue very seriously. They're overwhelmingly pro-choice. They are the key voting block of the Democratic Party. And I bet a majority of them wouldn't date or marry someone who was pro-life. Because they've been led to believe that pro-lifers want to take away their bodily autonomy, want to take away their rights. And that that's their motivation for their views. And if you think that, you know, somebody's trying to take your freedom away from you, if you think that someone's taking your God-given rights away from you, of course you're not going to want to date that person. If you think someone is actively trying to take away your rights, I can see how that would be a line. And that's how a lot of young women see the issue. Now, I don't think that's an accurate view of the pro-life mindset, but a, a lot of young women have been convinced otherwise. I, I, I agree with the post, though. I think we'd be a better off country and more productive and happier as a nation if we stopped personalizing politics to the point where we're, we make decisions about who we're going to associate with and date and marry based on ideas that have no right or wrong answers, based on our opinions of debatable issues. We should be having those debates. We shouldn't be refusing to associate with people who are different from us on the political issues because we don't want to debate. We don't want to have the debate. We think it's a settled issue in our own mind. No, you want to have those conversations. But but also, on the other side of that, I wouldn't expect anyone to date someone who liked Hitler or Hamas. I would totally judge someone for that kind of viewpoint because it's a moral view. And it makes some sense to say, knowing what we know about Donald Trump and seeing what we've seen, that an individual who thinks the stuff he says and some of the things he does is morally okay may not be dating material. So, I, I, I mean, I guess the question is, could I date a Trump supporter? I probably could if they were willing to disavow his behavior and the way he acts, sure. But if you're sitting there and you're telling me, well, January 6th was okay and understandable, or that his behavior after the election was okay, or that the way he attacks people is reasonable, well, then we're going to have some fundamental disagreements, and they're probably irreconcilable. I'm Dan Joseph. This is the Dan Joseph's America podcast. I'll, I'll tell you, I have a new video up on my YouTube channel. That's at Dan Joseph 78. It's not politics. The video is actually about the Wizard of Oz. That's all I'm going to say about it. You have to check it out yourself. It's not politics, like I said, but it's definitely something you're going to want to check out. 
I'll see you all on Monday. <laughs>